InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Are you so overwhelmed with choices about your personal finances that you avoid making any decisions? Well, we've tracked down one of the most recognized financial experts in the country to help. With this story, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thanks, Chris. Susie Orman is the author of six consecutive New York Times bestsellers. Her latest is an updated version of one called The Road to Wealth, which is a very comprehensive resource that covers nearly every financial topic that you can think of. She has a lot of other projects, including a weekly personal finance television show, Saturday Nights on CNBC. Susie, I think a lot of people have certainly heard of you and have probably not heard your story. Maybe you can just give us a short version of how the challenges in your childhood have affected your life and your career path? Oh, you know, I think one of the reasons that people can relate to me so much is because I am them. I didn't grow up with money. I didn't inherit money. I didn't, you know, my mom was a secretary, took care of my <laughs> his entire life. The truth of the after four years at the University of Illinois, I didn't until later. I left. I borrowed money from my brother to buy a Ford Econoline van. I headed out to California where I lived on the streets in that van because I didn't have enough money for a first and last month's deposit to rent an apartment. And I did that until I landed my dream job as a waitress at the Buttercup Bakery. <laughs> and I was a waitress there all the way until I was almost 30 years of age, making $400 a month. And one day after many years of waiting on these same gentlemen that I had waited on, they came in and they looked at me and I told them the story of how I tried to borrow $20,000 from my mom the night before so that I could open up my own restaurant. And my mom told me that they didn't have that kind of money, that there was no way they've ever, you know, where would they get $20,000 to give to me? Mm-hmm. So I told them this story and Fred Hasbrook was a guy who really I had become quite close with waiting on him every single day, seven days a week. And so he went back and he talked to all the other gentlemen. And before they left, they gave me checks and commitments totaling $50,000 so that I could, in fact, open up my own restaurant. You must have been a heck of a waitress. Well, you know, it was, after seven years, it was one of those places that these guys would come in early in the morning. We opened at 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock, something like that. And seven years, you get really close to your waitress, believe it or not. You're serving them, you're talking to them, you have their food ready for them. And it's almost like it was a home away from home for them, some of them. And so they had gotten attached to me. And it was men, women alike all gave the money. And so I didn't know what to do with that kind of money, obviously. And they had me open up a brokerage account where they said, just keep it until they were willing to help me open up the restaurant. To make a long story short, in all three months that I had it there, four months, the broker was crooked and he lost all $50,000. And I didn't know what to do because I owed all this money now. And I thought, I know, I could be a broker. They just made you broker. (laughs) And so I went and I interviewed for a job and they hired me simply to fill their women's quota. And the rest is kind of history, but that's how it all started. Well, let's just talk money for a minute. It's almost like financial information overload these days. Do you think all the choices and information that are coming at people every day makes it harder to manage their money? I think it makes it harder, but I'll tell you, this is what I really think makes it the hardest of all. There are too many choices, not just with investments, but with brokerage firms, with financial advisors, with options that have been given to people. 
And what's so sad about all of those options is that when people don't know who they can trust, when everybody is after this little pot of money that they have, and most of them don't even have a little pot of money, they have a big pot of debt, then they get paralyzed because it's better to do nothing than to do something you don't understand. Mm -hmm. So I think it's information overload. I think all the new types of investments that are out there have scared people. I think the economy has scared people. I think even real estate has scared people. And people don't know who to trust anymore. And I have to say, rightfully so. You answer financial questions pretty much all day long for a living. If you were going to choose maybe two or three of the biggest blunders that you see people making over and over, what would they be? It would be the more money they make, the more money they spend. The reason people get into such financial trouble is they start out, they're living a very simple life. They get a job and they get a pay raise. Now they get one car. They finance that car. They now get a bigger pay raise. Now they're not happy with the car they had. They trade that car in and they get a better car to impress all these people. Now they get married, and now both of you, you're having two incomes coming in, but now you both want fancier cars, and just because you're making more money, you've now financed those cars over five, six, seven years, and you think you can afford it. Then you want a house. Then you want a bigger house. And you keep moving up along with every single increase in salary. And rather than saving the increases, you're spending the increases. And you keep saying, it's okay, next year I'll get another increase and I won't buy anything then. But you do, you add on a porch, you take a vacation, you do all these things, and then something goes wrong. You get sick, you get laid off, and now you're at eight, nine, ten thousand dollars $10,000 a month in commitment. You're no longer making the money you were making, and then you lose it all. That is the biggest mistake, and that is what people are having happen to them right and left today. Our guest on InfoTrack is Susie Orman. She is one of the nation's top experts in personal finance advice. She's also the author of six consecutive New York Times bestsellers. Her latest is an updated version of one called The Road to Wealth, and we're talking about how you can better manage your money. Susie, I'm the parent of two young children, and one of the hardest decisions in our family the past couple of years has been how to make the choices in saving for college, because there are so many choices with these programs out there. How can parents make the smartest choice in that area? The best way, truthfully, to save for a college education is with the 529 Savings Program. The best place to find information for that is savingforcollege.com. It's a website that is done by Joseph Hurley, who, in my opinion, really is the nation's expert on 529 plans. However, in today's economy, one really needs to ask and answer the question, while it's wonderful that you are saving money for your children, the truth of the matter is, can you afford to do so? Do you yourself have credit card debt? Do you yourself have a problem with the mortgages that you may be in with? Do you yourself have enough money in retirement accounts that if, in fact, you did want to retire one day or you lost your job today, that you would be okay? Are you of age? Can you even access that money? So, so many times... We put money away for our children when the truth of the matter is we don't even have enough money for ourselves if, God forbid, something happens. And then we end up burdens on our children later on in life. You just mentioned retirement. Talk about that for a moment. There are a lot of choices there as well between IRAs and Roth IRAs and 401Ks, annuities. My preference is if you have a 401K or a 403B, if you work for a nonprofit, and they happen to match your contribution, you put in a dollar, they give you 50 cents. 
every single one of you needs to take advantage of that because that's like an automatic 50% return on your money. But every corporation will only match your contribution up to a specific percentage of your base pay, and that's usually 6%. After that, and or if your employer does not match, if you qualify for it income-wise, I would want to see you open up what? A Roth IRA. A Roth IRA is the absolute best retirement vehicle you can get, bar none. But the key is, do you have the income that will allow you to qualify for it? So if you are single, filing a single tax return, if you have adjusted gross income of under $101,000 a year, if you are married, finally, jointly, it's under $159,000 a year. You qualify for a full contribution this year to a Roth IRA. Can you talk just for a moment about budgets for families? Are you a big believer in a structured budget? No, because I think budgets are like diets. You get out of debt, you start restricting, you feel all of a sudden, then all of a sudden you explode, and you get deeper in debt. Same thing with food. You know, it just happened to me this weekend. I've been doing so great. I've been cutting back. I haven't been eating sugar. I haven't been anything. And then I was in New Orleans giving a talk. Now, you go to New Orleans and you don't eat fried food and those little beignets or whatever they're called. Must have gained five pounds this weekend, you see? And that's because I denied myself. That wouldn't have happened to me if I had been eating sugar all along. <laughs> Susie Orman, the author of The Road to Wealth, Revised Edition. Thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack. Anytime. For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next. Have you turned your home into a germ factory? The shocking facts you need to know are ahead. Stay tuned. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this.